Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Okay, I'm very excited about today, Jared. It is National Coming Out Day. Finally, it it's here. It is. We've been talking about coming out stories all week long, sharing our stories and uh, the stories of other Channel Q hosts. Yes. It's been really fun. Yes. And uh, emotional and a lot of things. Yeah. Yes, and we have a jam-packed show for you, of course, today. We're going to be playing a game as well because it's hard to tell the difference, apparently. This is all thanks to Emmy. It's hard to tell the difference between something that Donald Trump said and something that Regina George from Mean Girls said. So it could be the hardest game we have ever played on Drop the Subject. It (laughs) remains to be seen. Uh, But we also have the gayest news headlines of the week. Lots and lots to come. I guess you'd say it's kind of a themed show. It is coming out themed. And we will get to a lot of coming out related stuff on the show later today. But I did want to ask you before we get into all that. I have a burning question for you, Jared. Oh, do you need an ointment? Usually the answer to that is yes. In this case, no. Um, we were talking the other day and you were like, oh yeah, I, I passed out at like whatever, 9 or 10 p.m. or whatever you said and you slept on your couch. And you know we had this kind of little conversation about when people fall asleep on their couch and why because you know I've talked to Kevin Klein about this several times too. He, I'm pretty sure sleeps exclusively on his couch at this point because he figures, oh, I'm going to be get, I'm going to get woken up by my wife and sent to the couch anyway because I'm snoring or because I have my allergies or whatever. And do you think that sleeping on the couch overnight is a guy thing? Because I feel like more people that I know that actually choose to spend the entire night on their couch are men. So I don't know that it's a guy thing or not. I um I, I tweeted about this earlier this year, and it was one of the most responded to things I've, I've gotten in a long time. It um, gets people heated. Yeah. So I t- I tweeted on uh, January twenty first. Uh, is it weird that probably once or twice a week I opt to sleep on my couch rather than my bed? I said, I mean, if it is, I don't care. But I got so many responses from men and women oh, that were really? saying, no, sir, not at all, weird. Um, me too sometimes. Uh, another woman, Julia, says, same, I do it all the time. Um, and like everyone that responded said that they do it all the time. And I made me, because I felt weird about it. Like, is it strange that I'm doing this? And so, like I said, there were like 60 something responses of people saying that they do it all the time. I don't think I got any comments that were people saying that they didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you are weird, and I never do that. Exactly, like that's totally strange. I was really surprised because I love my sofa. I bought my sofa. I got an amazing deal on it, and I feel like it's one of the best purchases in my house. But it's also super comfortable, and like the pillows come off, and I can, it's almost like the size of a twin size bed. It's pretty deep, and so See, that's a key yeah. is when it's a deep when you got the deep pillows, exactly, and you actually have room to completely lay, and you're not going to roll off at some point in the middle of the night. Well, the depth of a couch is always something important to me, even. When with my interior design clients, I will always try and get them a couch with some depth so that they can sleep on it. Or if they have a guest, the guest can comfortably sleep on it. But I'm also, I have long legs. I'm 6'3". So like, I don't want like the couch to be super short and I feel like I'm, you know, uh, half of my legs are off of the couch. If you had a love seat, you would not be sleeping once or twice a week on the couch. Um, if I had a love seat, yeah, you like you know, one of those little two oh, twofers, God, no. like you Mine, wouldn't be able to. So I have a sectional that I've divided in half, and so like the long chase side is on one side of the room, and the other half of it they face each other. So it's like it makes my living room kind of feel more defined, and so it's it's a perfect. The chase lounge side is perfectly long, and like I fit on there perfectly. So I think that it must depend then on the couch itself rather Absolutely. than the the gender of the person. Then. Yeah. So I have an okay couch. It's fine. Ginger Justin, do you sleep on your couch? Occasionally. 
He kind of did the head. Do you ha- like because you don't live with your fiance yet? You have a bed, and there's nobody else in the bed. So, but you still that we choose. Know of. Yeah. Unless there's coming out story of its own about to take place. Wait, what instances do you sleep on the couch? Yeah. I feel like some of the best sleep you get is when you're so tired that you just fall asleep yes, on the couch. Yes, exactly. See, I don't agree. I never think to, if I'm, my eyes are heavy and I'm about to pass out, I'm like, gotta go to bed. But I have a really comfortable bed. My bed is so comfortable. Oh, I have a really comfortable bed too. But see, I think there's no better sleep than what I call the ninja nap. The ninja nap is the nap that you don't see coming, but you just wake up at some point and you're like, oh my God, when did I go to sleep? Oh, see, the couches for me are for napping. See, I, I over the weekend, I was like super duper tired and there was no better feeling than you feel the nap coming and you're like, I'm going to ride with this. I'm just going to go with I it. I turned off the TV, I rolled over, put on a blanket and I was knocked out. That was great. And I hope to do that again this weekend. Well, that, <laughs> I think everyone can hope to there experience we go. We that aspire. on any given win. Yeah, I guess the, the sneak attack nap is what makes a good couch sleep good. Uh, because you're just, you're, you're relaxing, you're watching a show, you're doing whatever, and then all of a sudden, oop, boopsie, falling asleep. Yeah. But I guess what I don't want to do is fall asleep on the couch because I don't want to wake up and then go to the bed. Oh, we'll see. When you wake up and then have to transition to the bed, that's, sometimes that tends to really interrupt the sleep and it, it's harder to go to bed. See, back that's sleep. why I don't fall asleep on the couch. But yeah. maybe if I had a deep couch, I would do that. You got to. You have to get the you deep couch. You have to. All right. Well, we have... We've got a whole lot of show coming up for you. We're, we're doing more coming out stories. It's the one-year anniversary of Channel Q. Yes. Uh, happy birthday, Channel Q. Exactly. I'm you excited are no longer it. new. <laughs> well, I think we're still going to be new for another six months. Okay. Uh, the groundhog came out and it was like, oh, six more months of new. So right. I think that's how it's going to work. Well, Channel Q, no, not out of diapers just yet, but I think but we're officially train. rolling over and crawling. <laughs> so very, very exciting. Still throwing up on people's shoulders. Speaking of throwing up on people's shoulders like we did as little kids, want to shout out to the parents, the allies, all those folks out there that um, love and support LGBTQ people because in support of National Coming Out Day, Channel Q is partnering with PFLAG, the nation's first and largest organization for LGBTQ people, uh, their parents, their families, their allies. They provide support and education and advocacy throughout the nation uh, with a network of more than 400 chapters and 200,000 members and supporters. To support the important work of PFLAG, the first and largest organization to support the LGBTQ plus community, their parents, families, and allies, simply text Channel Q to 41444. That's Channel Q as one word to 41444. Drop the subject comes back in just a couple minutes. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. So all week long, we have been sharing coming out stories. I did mine on Monday. Allie did hers on Tuesday. Wednesday was Ryan Mitchell from Let's Go There. Yesterday, we had Dr. Chris from Loveline. And today, we have a woman that you might know. Mm-hmm. She's from the morning beat. Kind of a big deal around here. Her name is Michaela Gordon. Gordon. Hello, Michaela. Congratulations, you guys. I'm a big deal. Yeah. We're really, we're so lucky to have you on our show today. I you don't guys, know. I think that you're one of my favorite people on the show, the two of you. All of Channel Q. We well, are we one of you. your favorite people. Yeah. Both we of us one. together. Yeah, together is one person. Not separately, but together for sure. She's oh, like, individually, nice. I can't stand you guys. Like, yeah. Collectively. But, uh, well, we're very excited because, you know, it's important. 
important that we build up to the most interesting story. Yeah. For coming out. Yes. Which will happen tomorrow, not today. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> so, what? when did you, you... I know you said you came out a little bit later than most people. Yeah. Well, so, you know, what, what was the process like? I was never nervous to come out, to be honest. My mother and my grandmother are both lesbians. Mm. Um, and so, it was kind of... Tradition. A tradition, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and when lesbian. you turn lesbian, oh, I will God. give you the golden Birkenstocks. And I actually have them on right now. Oh, my um, God, they look great. Hilarious. I love that. Um, no, I wasn't nervous ever to come out. I felt like I'd be accepted. Um, but I was never... I had crushes growing up, and then I think the first person I ever dated, her name was Jessica. I've talked about her a little bit on Channel Q. Okay. okay. I was 14, I was madly in love with Jessica. I thought we were going to be married as a lesbian of course. does. Yep. And then about a few months later, it I found out that she had a girlfriend and she was um, not interested in me. Oh, no. Broke my entire heart. I was devastated. Oh. Wait, were you actually with her, though, for a time or was it just a crush? No, we were dating. Oh, okay. But I was also well, a and virgin she a and she wasn't. Oh. So that was like a thing. Surprise, lesbians can still be virgins. And, um, <laughs> even at 14. Yes. <laughs> even at 14 at my youthful age. So then she broke my heart and I was like, I will never date again. My life is over. Oh, no. And then, and you were right. I no, I'm was just right. Kidding. How I'm here today, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> you know. She had like really curly hair, and then I saw a photo where she cut it all off, and I was like, "New laughing now." So um, then, how did this? How did so it? So I, I went on American Idol shortly after, and mm-hmm. then honestly, my career just kind of took over, and then I wasn't dating, and then I had been advised by an agent to not um, bring a girlfriend to events that I was doing. Mm. I was also, it was a really different time and I was also really, really glamorous. I didn't really see any lesbians like me. Like I was officially and still am very much a drag queen Mm -hmm. and I was like, maybe I should just like not even touch that. I'll just not. And then I remember when I turned 22, I went to... Wait, so you were not, not dating out. at all? No, huh? I Wait, so you didn't men. date anyone? I, I was dating men and women, but nothing serious still okay. from that point on. Um, there was somebody I had met. It was a man that I had met in Nashville. I was recording in Nashville, and he was somebody that I was the most serious with from that for all of that time he was the most serious with and I, I, I thought he was amazing and I loved him and I, I knew it really wasn't anything yeah. I was really just trying to kind of find myself and figure out how I was you know trying to do it I was really young I'd, at that point I had been living on my own since Idol so there was just a lot of things going on and then I was finally ready to like be with women and I remember somebody telling me about Truck Stop at in West Hollywood and I don't know if you guys are familiar with Truck Stop but it was like Coyote Ugly for lesbians. Oh. What? And Where uh, is this? Is no, this still no, around? No. Of course anymore. it's not still around it's, because all of the good lesbian bars are gone. It was oh, church. Trauma. It's what church is or I'm sorry it's what chapel, chapel is now. Oh yes That's yes yes I remember that. Do you guys remember that? I do remember yeah. It's, it was been multiple things before chapel. It was it was yeah, yeah. but Truck Stop was it and so I I've just been going forget. to Anna Walt Lumber for my part. I, Jesus. <laughs> Same. That's why, that, yeah. Uh, so I went, I remember I wore this white tank top uh, and I did not wear a bra because it was very Shane from the L word of me to do. Mm-hmm. And I went to truck stop that I was so hot with uh, my jeans and curly hair and no bra and literally nobody wanted to talk to me. Oh no. And I was like, hey, everybody. <laughs> well, <laughs> you are a rather unconventional lesbian, I must say. Yeah, but because I really you're like butch- very 
showed up for that. And I and <laughs> that was your butch look? Was I a white feeder? No bra. It was a white feeder. That's what it was. There we go. Um, I'm gonna wear no bra. That are you I was Shane from the L word. I was look I wanted to be Carmen, but I chose to be Shane that evening. Oh that was my first mistake. I see. Well, there That's you go. Who I was okay. Be. So then uh so then I still so that I didn't and then I met um a guy and I dated him for a couple years actually. Mm-hmm. And then um I was just like, I don't care. I'm over it. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm just going to like be real and authentic. And shortly after, I um I was at a gig and I met my current girlfriend now, Lisa. And I was like this is while it. you were with the other guy? No, no, or no, 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 no. You had broken I was, up. We had broken up. Okay. He it was like ready to like have a life. And I was like, it's not going to be with me. Mm-hmm. So I left. And then I met Lisa. And she was really the person that I very publicly came out with. Uh, my mom had known about Jessica. So that wasn't a thing. My family had been cool. Like they were kind of like, whatever you want to do. It was more just about publicly coming out. Mm. And so the first couple months that we were together, I got invited to do the American Idol finale. And it was a really big deal and I said I want you to walk the carpet with me and and we'll just see how it goes and she was like "Uh, no I don't want to walk a carpet I never have well just just for anyone who doesn't know a lesbian saying to another lesbian walk the carpet with me is a huge (laughs) huge rite of passage Uh, it is a very important walk the carpet what's it with the carpet I thought that was proposing sorry (laughs) (laughs) okay so wait 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 let's take a quick break when we come back, you can tell us exactly what happened, whether or not she walked the carpet with you, and then what happened afterward. We'll take a quick break. More I think drop- I know the ending. I, I think we can figure out what, what might have happened there. Uh, more Drop the Subjects coming up. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the Subject. The new Channel Q. All right, Drop the Subject returns. I'm Allie. There's Jarrett. We're here with Michaela Gordon. She's in the middle of telling us her coming out story because we've had Channel Q hosts all week long telling their coming out stories. And, of course, we have our big finish for National Coming Out Day with Michaela. And where we left off... Yeah, so, okay. So you asked Lisa to walk the red carpet with you at the American Idol event. She was a little bit resistant. Yeah, that was going to be your public coming out. So, uh, did, I did. so did I did she do so it? She said, she said yes. Okay. And I remember... Uh, a lot of the people from Idol were very taken aback. They had no idea that I was a lesbian. And uh, we walked the carpet and it was amazing. It was really, um, it was great for a lot of reasons. I felt like I really could authentically be myself. And really, everybody was very supportive. All of American Idol was really great. Some of the news outlets had picked it up. Um, social media had picked it up. There was a few people that were like, well, you don't look like a lesbian. Yeah. Are you mm. a lesbian? But and you were like, did I, did you see the pictures of me without the bra? And that was <laughs> exactly. not see me so this is interesting to me though because it sounds like you've dated as many men as you've dated women do you identify as a lesbian or as queer or how do you actually view yourself then? no no I identify as lesbian because I didn't really want to be with men I felt like oh, okay. uh, I, it I was felt just like a formality it was a time where I, I didn't know what I was doing and it was you know 15 years ago being in the public eye and I was really young it wasn't something I wanted to focus on and it wasn't embraced as it was now like yeah. I was a very loud mouthed Jewish girl from Vegas who already annoyed a lot of people I wasn't trying to add on lesbian to the you know like this yeah that's just too many layers too of much. annoying I mean already the Jewish thing was enough for me to have yeah. to you know no I'm just kidding <laughs> I, it was a different time it wasn't cool it's I mean thankfully we have channel Q and in 2019 being yeah. gay is much more accepted but it was great and you know 
know, I, I did date women here and there, uh, but I, I always knew that that was the life I wanted to make. I'll never forget. I saw, this was shortly before I left the guy I was with. There was a photo of this lesbian couple. You probably know extra lesbian. Uh, this lesbian couple, and one of them was carrying, and the other one was standing next to her holding uh, a flower. Uh, and then the following year, the other partner was car- carrying, and the, they had the baby in front of the them baby. and holding the flower. And I was Aww. like... I mm. cut that out. It was in a magazine. I cut it out and I looked at it every day and I was like, mm. this is the whole life I want. And and it has been. It's been Aww. really amazing. And so I wasn't really necessarily out. I wasn't necessarily not out. It just, it never became a focus until I met Lisa, who I was so in love with and was like, I want people to know. Right. So that. you coming out was basically because you met someone that changed your perspective to the point where you didn't really care what anybody thought. It you were just like, so, I'm gonna, I want to walk the carpet with you because I love you. Yeah. And it became not about career the, and, yeah. and what people were going to yeah, think and, uh, and putting, you know, having an agent, one of the biggest agents in LA tell you it's not a good idea. You're like, okay, I'll listen to you. Well, that person's and probably then, in the closet. Well, also, but then I still didn't book anything. So I was like, you know what? Might as well just look at that. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> that can work anyway. Last question. Might as well. Yeah. Last can you imagine if I wasn't out? I would have no job. <laughs> did you have, Did you ever have a conversation about your with your mom about being gay? Because it seems like you never really had to. Uh, I didn't really have to. I brought Jessica home, this girl that I really liked, and my mom knew. I mean, she just knew. Your mom it. was like, nice. She was like, well, you know, you're making me and your grandma real pretty. Actually, I, I did. I let me say this right before I walked the carpet. I sat my dad down and I was like, "Hey, I just feel like it's important for you to know. I plan on making a life with this woman. Um, you should be used to that because your ex-wife and mother both made lives with women. Mm. But heads up." And he was like, "Yeah, Meek, I knew, and it's it's all good. Really? We're at Applebee's of all places. <laughs> wow. Oh, with the cinnamon apple crisp. You know, yeah, that's so where <laughs> memories are born. <laughs> I think we all know. Live on forever and <laughs> forever in the carpets. Thank you for sharing your story. That is with us. wonderful." Awesome. Thank story. Yeah. And when you get pregnant, you can take a picture with you and a flower, and we will post <laughs> it for and everyone. Will, and it will change. It, but someone will see that, and they might cut it out and put it on their wall and say, "Exactly." I be that. oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. Did you ever find that you were also much more lesbian after watching Blue Is the Warmest Color, Ali? Uh, no, I actually did not love that movie. Wow, things are getting weird. Okay. Uh, you can you can catch Michaela Gordon uh, weekdays on the morning beat from a- six a.m. Uh, Pacific, nine Eastern. Uh, I think you two are going to go fight now. Yeah, right. no, I'm okay. mad at Ali right now. We're going to go walk no, the carpet. There we go. Giving us the opportunity to tell our stories because yes. it is so important. And uh, thank of course. you guys for letting us all share on the station. Absolutely. Thank you. Hi, Katie. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. <laughs> Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right. It is National Coming Out Day after all. I know, Jarrett, you and I told our coming out stories earlier in the week, but we thought we would do a little follow-up. Yeah, what was interesting to me about both of our coming out stories is that they both really center our our moms. moms. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, I'm very excited. You are going to... I've met your dad before in person and over the phone, but you have not met any of my parents. I have not. And I understand Miss Jean is on the phone. This is mom. Hi, mom. Hey, how are you guys feeling? We're great. How are you doing? Wonderful. Good. Well, I wanted to ask you a few questions because I remember my coming out story as far as my own memory, but I don't know if it was accurate or not so uh, but to be clear you came out for me right we were sitting in the living room <laughs> and you said I think you're in love with your best friend right yeah okay and 
were the? Do you also remember the suit? Yeah. That I wanted to save up for when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, she wanted to wear a suit and tie and carry a briefcase. Yeah, I love it. I forgot about the briefcase. (laughs) And uh, and I do remember you saying when I was in one of the dressing rooms, you said, you know, everyone's going to think you're a lesbian. And I was like, whoa, I didn't know what that was. And it was kind of a a weird moment slash process for me. But then so it was really lovely later on in my life to have you come out for me and kind of accept me for who I was. So I just wanted to say I love you, mom, and thank you for that. Oh, I love you too, babe. I didn't, I didn't want you to ever feel that you were less than or, you know, that I wasn't there for you. Yeah. Miss Gina, when did you have like a first inkling that Allie might be gay? Yeah. What were the warning signs? Not the warning signs. Well, I kind of always thought that there was that possibility because growing up you know she never wanted to wear a dress um always wanted to wear pants and you know the briefcase the men's (laughs) suit things like that and um my sister is also a lesbian and so i just saw a lot of similarities Mm. and um but yeah I just uh, could tell that she would get more upset about relationships with girls Hmm. that weren't working out rather than the boys. Huh. That's interesting. Was that that at all difficult for you? Or, like, did you have any period where, you know, that was a a challenging thing and then you had to evolve on it? Or what was that like for you? No, my main concern was that I knew it would be a difficult road for her. Hmm. And so I wanted to make sure that she was okay with it and yeah. let her know that being gay is okay. Um, but just be prepared for the challenges that it's going to, you know, back at that time, were going to present themselves. It wasn't as... Um, accepted you know yeah so i think i would agree that another warning sign was when i told you i wanted to be a cop yeah yeah and that was something that my aunt also had said growing up she was like i'm interested in being a cop and so when that happened i remember a reaction from you and from my aunt being like so you say you want to be a cop and you guys were like laughing under your about women (laughs) and i was like what is going on um, that is funny. So that was definitely a warning sign. I so do you ever feel, Mom, like a little bit? Oh, I wish that I had had that time with Allie where I could talk about boys and dating and that kind of thing. No. Okay. Well, no. Plus, you get that with my sister, right? Yeah, but not so much. I mean, she didn't have a lot of relationships. Yeah. Um, and she's a little bit more private. Well, um, yeah, that's true. Do you- the thing that bothered me um, when you were a little bit younger was that at that time, straight girls were 
you know, experimenting with being with girls. Yeah. Like, it was yeah. a thing for guys to, you know, mm-hmm. think they were, ooh, you know, and you would get hurt in those situations, mm-hmm. and that was difficult. Yeah, that was BS. That was that was difficult. That was, that was really yep. hard. Um, well, Mom, I love you, and just, uh, you know, for the record... My wedding was the best one that you've ever attended, correct? Yes, it was. Okay. It was beautiful. <laughs> Good. Okay. And I just Way want to start something everyone to know. I mean, my sister's wedding planning right now. I'm just saying it's going to be tough to top. Okay. Okay. Well, yep. We will make sure that we get your sister in here and we make sure we get her the very best. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. The best part of the wedding and just your and Katie's relationship is. You know, you guys just love each other and laugh and have so much fun and all the pictures. And, I mean, you guys just enjoy life in each other. And it's something I just couldn't ask for more for you. Thanks, Mom. You're going to make me cry. Well, Miss Gina, it's so sweet that you you agreed to talk with us and and share this part of your story with Allie. I'm really grateful that you did that. Oh, thank you. Yeah. All right. I love you, Mom. We got to go. Okay. Love you. All right. We have other moms to talk to. Busy day. We will take a quick break. When we come back, I'm going to talk to my mom. It'll be be verbatim the same conversation. (laughs) I bet it won't. (laughs) Uh, We'll take a quick break. More Drop the Subject with my mom right after this. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the Subject. The new Channel Q. Welcome back to Drop the Subject. Want to remind you that today is National Coming Out Day, and Channel Q is partnering with PFLAG, the nation's first and largest organization for LGBTQ plus people, their parents, families, and allies. They provide support, education, and advocacy through a nationwide network, more than 400 chapters and 200,000 members and supporters. To support the important work of PFLAG, the first and largest organization to support the LGBTQ plus community and their parents, families, and allies, simply text Channel Q to 41444. That's Channel Q as one word to 41444. We really appreciate all the support. And while we're talking about LGBTQ plus people and their parents, we just talked to Allie's mom. We did, yes. And um, that went well. She was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. I know. I texted her and I was like, thanks, mom. Love you. And she never texted back. (laughs) She was like, uh, I'm busy. I guess it was just all for the radio. But Uh, now I'm very excited because we're going to talk to your mom. You hear someone chuckling in the background. That is my mother. Yes. Shireen (laughs) is joining us on the phone. Hi, mom. Hey. I love you. Please don't say anything to embarrass me on the radio. Oh, I love you, so I'll try not to, you know. Can can... you just give us one embarrassing thing? (laughs) I know. (laughs) Just off the top of your head, first five, go. I can hear the smirk on her face right now, so we're going to move on. (laughs) Um, But, Mom, we've been sharing coming out stories all week long, and on Monday I talked about... my coming out story and sharing, writing you a letter and um, planning to come over to give it to you on Thanksgiving night in 2004. And like, as I arrived at the house, you were pulling into the driveway. So I like hid it in the glove compartment and didn't give it until you until months later. Um, and I've never really talked to you about like what that experience was like for you. Um, talk to me about what yeah, you what remember. Went through that, your head. Yeah, yeah. When you got the letter on your door, like, do you remember that? I do. Um, well, I mean, the first thing that goes through your mind is, um, you're shocked because, you know, um, I think we all just have certain expectations for our children, which is just a normal thing. 
but I just never had the um, the idea for sure that um, that you were gay. But I think I do remember asking you a few times in in high school, though, um, only because I knew you didn't have any like steady girlfriends or anything like that. Um, so I think I do recall asking, but I think we never really just really dove into it and talked about it. So that moment, it was it was kind of. Um, I think it was kind of scary at, at, on one point, but yet at the same time, I'm like, okay, well, I suspected, but we never really talked about it, you yeah. know. So, I think, um, I, I think I suspected, but um, we just never confirmed it. So, Jarrett's love for the Oprah Show at a young age was not an indicator. <laughs> <laughs> I know, no, and he always loved having a mic, though. I mean, but my gosh, yes, everyone knew. Jared liked having that mic, being behind the mic. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I always say like there should have been indicators. Like, I definitely interior, I interior decorated their whole house. But mind you, this was after I came out. But like, I, I was like, <laughs> now that I'm out, this yeah, couch has got to exactly. go. Exactly. <laughs> no, I've, I've decorated almost their whole house now. Um, and then like they did things themselves, and I was like, oh, look at you guys! I'm so impressed. Um, right. But I, I guess like what was. After after we had that conversation, I always say, like, I had to kind of, like, pull you along because I remember having multiple conversations with you over the course of the years that followed and saying, like, um, you saying, like, I just don't understand why. And, like, how did how did you process that? Because it took a while for you to, to feel uh, more like you do today. Well, I think um, a big part of it is just um, how I was raised, too, you know, my background. And um, we always knew that... Um, you know, that there was always, you know how they always say, there's always somebody in your family that's different. Okay, well, coming up, though, some some of us, the way we came up, our parents hid a lot of stuff from us, too, you know, so some stuff you didn't really know what's going on in your family. But I think for me, the most important thing for me was that I wanted to have a relationship with you. I don't care what. So I had to learn how to try to adapt to understanding, you know, what you were going to and going through and I think over the years now that we've talked about it more then it makes me more aware you know to pay attention a little bit more maybe to certain shows or books or articles you know things like that to make me um understand it a little bit better but I think the the main thing I would say out of all of this is you're my child I love you and no matter what I want to have a relationship with you and so I'm not going to let anything um come between that and so you know you have to learn how to how to, um, like I say, how to adapt to different things that maybe you weren't thinking about when you were coming up, sure. meaning myself, you know. Are you, like, watching gay shows or something with yeah, gay people wow. on it? Like, Are there what do you gay mean? articles you're reading? Like, what That's... are you talking about? <laughs> well, no, but, I mean, I, I do. I, I watched, like, one of your shows, um, Grace. What was her? Will and Grace. Grace? Yeah, I mean, I've set up my mom will butcher the name of literally anything. So the idea that (laughs) she called the show Grace Grace. and Bill. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I know what you're talking about. I speak mom. Exactly. I speak fluent mom. I get it. What? So wait, you watch Will and Grace because you felt like it helped you understand? Well, I mean, just just little small things like that. You have to do, excuse me, to try to start understanding your your child's world. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Um, you can't understand something if you never invest the time in it. So for me, just little steps like that, to me, start kind of helping me a little bit more. Um, and, speaking get- with, and speaking with other parents, you know, I mean, some parents 
unfortunately, disown their children behind this. I mean, it's a serious subject for a lot of people, but I've never thought of that. That's never crossed my mind to disown my child. Yeah. I mean, that's just, that wasn't an option. Okay, Mom, um, we have to wrap up here, but I you'll have to start watching Queer Eye on Netflix. I feel like Queer Eye will be a good one. You'll for really you to... be able to understand your son. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that. Okay. I think you'll actually think you'll really enjoy Queer Eye, um, but it's also just a really good show. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, and thank you so much for coming on with us. I think it's important that we're both talking to our mothers today because coming out, National Coming Out Day is about sharing our stories, but it's also sharing stories of our family members and people who have supported us. Even people like, you know, you and my own mother, I think she went through this with my aunt and a little bit with me as well. The journey, um, you know, of sort of letting things go as far as old traditions and old ways of thinking and adapting you know, to, to a new situation. And I, I just applaud you and I applaud all the parents out there who are taking the time to do that, to do the things that you're talking about, to get to know your child and to, um, you know, uh, I guess broaden your horizons a little bit. And I think that's just something to be admired and we appreciate you. Oh yes. No, by all means. I mean, I love you guys and I, for sure you guys take care of my son down there. Oh, oh my gosh! Bye, mom. From time to time, <laughs> mom. Yeah. I, I I love you and I appreciate you and um, I, I appreciate you for being willing to come on the radio and talk about this because I know that you're not like a out in front person all the time. So it, it means a lot to me that you would do this. Well, it meant a lot for me for you to ask me, and so I definitely had to be available to support you. Oh, Aww. and will you please uh, mail us the letter? No. <laughs> no. Because you still have the letter. Oh, you mean the letter that she wrote? I thought you were talking about like a letter of embarrassing things. Um, oh, ha- no, but that too. <laughs> if you have that letter, please send it also. Drop the subject returns right oh, after right. this. Okay. <laughs> well, I know, and it was funny because for him to ask me about it, and then I guess he probably told you guys that we we're moving. And so in the process of moving, I mean, it was like, how did I come across on the very same day that he asked me about it? I was like, oh, my gosh. What yeah. are the chances? Oh, I didn't realize you you found it by accident. Yes, because remember you you had told me if you come across it, let me know. Yeah. So of course I'm still going through some of my drawers and and I came across it on the exact same day that that, that you asked me about it. I was like, what are the chances of That's that? That's so, so crazy. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, so. I love you so much, um, and I will talk to you soon. Uh, we got to take a quick break. We'll be back with more. Okay, love you. Wait. All mom, right. You Bye, don't have you guys. To, wait, mom. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the Subject, the new Channel Q. All right, welcome back to Drop the Subject with Jarrett and Allie on National Coming Out Day. We are one year old as a radio station. The new Channel Q is now just plain old Channel Q. And of course, you can follow the show at DTS Show on Twitter and on Instagram. I wanted to ask you, Jarrett, I know, you know, a lot of people, especially now, they are scrubbing their Twitter, they're scrubbing their Facebook, they're scrub, scrub, scrubbing away. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, you have to get rid of anything that could be deemed insensitive or offensive, things that maybe were, you know, said in jest 10, 20 years ago just don't really fly anymore. And I know when we think of that, we usually think of things that were perhaps uh, culturally insensitive or things that were maybe misogynistic. Um, But I wonder if you've ever had an experience like this where you posted something on social media that was accidentally unethical. And here's what I mean. I went to Mexico. This was probably seven or eight years ago by this point. Mm -hmm. And I went on a dolphin excursion. Mm. So, yeah, your reaction 
says everything. Yeah, I can see where this is going, yeah. That's what I mean by accidentally unethical, because seven or eight years ago... It wasn't I, as big of a deal as it is now. Or yeah. what not as known, maybe. Right. Like, I don't even think Blackfish had come out yet. Yeah. Oh, man. Blackfish really changed the game. It everything. really changed it everything. Really did, yeah. Like, now, I don't even want to go to a, a, a marine world or a, par- a marine park or anything like that yeah. anymore. But should I be scrubbing? Like, I have pictures of me you know with a dolphin and all that stuff and i remember when i posted that somebody that i knew like through mutual friends posted a comment and it was like that sad cry face Mm. and i was like what is that that's a weird reaction what's your deal (laughs) right like chill out i know and now knowing what i know now i'm like oh he was doing that because most of the time especially at a dolphin aquatic park place in in like you know middle of nowhere mexico wouldn't necessarily be treating the animals the way that they're supposed to be treated yeah i i used to work at a theme park one of my early jobs was working at a six flags um in the sea lion show and so i which is one of your more fascinating jobs which is definitely yeah no it was and i i got that job from being such a good announcer in the drive-thru at starbucks whole other conversation uh-huh. um but like it, it made me appreciate how we take care of animals in a, in a different way and so then i was like when i saw the blackfish film i was actually kind of disturbed by it because like i know a lot of i knew a lot of people who worked in the animal with the animals and how much they care for them um but like nowadays people have like such a there's such a a big conversation around you know theme parks and animals that there wasn't back when you know you would have posted this photo but so did you when you were working there did it did everything seem copacetic to you as far as how the animals were being treated yeah i mean the animals seemed like they were being treated very well like they would only be served restaurant quality fish and like you know they would be taken out i mean as much as they can be in confinement you know it seemed like they were being treated quite well um and i mean i i don't know like i don't know how much different their life is out in the wild obviously they're open they have a lot more open space to go um and enjoy but i from what I saw, it was like everyone really cared about the animals at the very least. Yeah, well, that's good to know. Yeah, yeah I guess like I'm just thinking, should I be scrubbing my social media for things that are accidentally unethical? A friend of mine uh, got married. This was probably mm, oh, ten years ago, maybe more. And they went to their they went on their honeymoon in in Thailand, and they rode elephants. Mm. And when when I went. When we went on our honeymoon, we knew that riding the elephants was not good. Most of the quote unquote sanctuaries that do that are usually treating the animals very badly. Mm. But 10 years ago, a lot of people didn't know that. And so they've got these pictures and they're honeymoon pictures. So, of course, they're like they're star studded pictures. And do you take that stuff down once you realize? See, I don't think so. I feel like if it's something that like clearly has a date stamp on it, you know what I mean? Like it's like before we were having this conversation because I mean, really. Realistically, you know, I was a big fan of The Apprentice before Donald Trump was a jackass. You know what I mean? Like, I watched The Apprentice. I thought it was entertaining. Um, Donald Trump was a liberal before he was a Republican, right? You know what I mean? Right. Um, He was not this Republican until, you know, June of 2015 when he came down that elevator, the escalator. So I think, you know, I'm not going to go back and, like, scrub any reference to The Apprentice that I made that might have been positive because there were things on it that I enjoyed. And I think similarly, if you can, like, if there's a, a date stamp on it and you can say, like, 
Well, the context of this was a lot different back then. I think it gives you a little bit more leeway to be able to show how like, oh, I've evolved on this or, you know, this person changed after I posted this or whatever. Right. So I don't think you necessarily have to. I think if there's something that you're really embarrassed about. Well, um, it would depend on the content, probably. Yeah, exactly. If it was something that you were like, I can't believe I said that or I can't believe I did that. Then I could see someone pulling it down, but um, I'm friends with Van Jones, who is a uh, one of the talents over at TMZ, and he talked about how he had responded to something that was um, like really homophobic or whatever, and the way that he said it, he was like people felt you know like I was saying something really awful, and he has a, a policy with himself like I don't go back and delete it. Huh. even if it was something really bad, because I don't want people to think that I'm trying to hide from what I said or what I did or run away from it. And so I'll leave it there, but I will correct myself later and say, I said this thing, I did this thing. And so if there's like a photo of you doing something that you don't like, you could you could even go back and share it, right? Like go back and find that old photo of you That's on a the good dolphin idea. and yeah. share it and say like, hey, this is something I did back then that I would never do now. Or just yeah. add like a little drawing of like an arrow to the dolphin and be like, I didn't know at yeah, the time. Exactly, yeah. Just but, like add a, but then <laughs> an edit photo. It takes all the power out of it as well, right? So like if someone to cop was up to, come to back, it. Yeah, if someone were to find it then later, you could be like, um, I definitely addressed yeah. this by saying XYZ at right. this point. Yeah. Like here's here's me scuba diving with tons of sunscreen on near the Great Barrier Reef, which is now killing the Great Barrier Reef. Exactly. I'm just gonna like go ahead and call out that I was part of the problem. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think you can you can um get in front of the story as if, if I was a fixer, I'd be like, you know, get get in front of the narrative so that you can change it before it becomes a problem. All right. Well, get ready to see a lot of dolphin pictures <laughs> reposted on if you are friends with me on Facebook. Very exciting. It actually was one of the more interesting outings of my life because my arm was broken the entire time that I was in Mexico. My Yikes. sister had an amazing time. She got to swim with the dolphins. I actually had to sit in the little kids area because I had uh, so my injuries were so bad that I had oh to sit God. with all of the two year olds. That sounds like torture and, and torture. But yeah, it was. I think it was embarrassing on a lot of levels. I actually don't know why I posted that picture in the first place. Uh, I think it was embarrassing in a different way for me. And yeah, okay. Well, uh, anyway, you're we gonna got, survive this. I, I, I will. <laughs> I'm gonna be stronger. And I'm gonna get ahead of it. More drop the subject coming up next. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new channel Q. Drop the subject. The new channel Q. Okay, so Emmy had this great idea about a game that she wanted to play that would um, <laughs> that would put to us to the test on our president and our pop culture at the same time. Well, I think that you're going to be better at this game than I am because you know a lot more about what Trump has said than I do. But it's so crazy that I don't even believe it when I'm reading it from him. Okay, so here's the game. The game is going to be, Emmy's going to test our knowledge and the game is who said it? Donald Trump or Regina George. <laughs> this will test your mean girl's knowledge and your mean president knowledge. There you go. So here we go. Let's start with the first one, Emmy, and, and you can give us one and then we will guess. All right, let's get into it. I promise not to talk about your massive plastic surgeries that didn't work. <gasps> oh, man. <laughs> I know this. Is it mean girls? Is that your guess? Yeah. It's Donald Trump. It, it is? is Donald Trump. He said that to Mika Brzezinski from MSNBC, right? He did. Yeah, he he talked about her her plastic surgery and like her face bleeding or something like that. It was it was shocking. Like, how dare you say something like that to a to a woman? I wonder how Tina Fey feels about this. Why she wrote Mean Girls, didn't she? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And she's like, I'm writing things that well, like are aware. unbelievably catty. And she's now- aware of us doing this game. 
She's so is she? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I hi Tina. To her yesterday. What's up, teens? She's a big fan of the show. All right, what's the next one, Emmy? Number two. Why are you so obsessed with me? That one is Mean Girls. Know that one. But that's a really good one. Maybe they um, both said it actually. I'm not so sure it's Mean Girls. Actually, wait. I think it is Mean Girls. I think it is because it's that scene where they're like, where she's talking about how what are what's her name is a lesbian, and she's like, right, Jana. she was a lesbian, and I was like, why are you so ex- obsessed with me? But I remember also, lesbian monologue. But to me, it's also a it's a it's a Mariah Carey reference, which is really f- uh, like it's like flying around in my mind trying to figure out. Okay, I'm going to say Mean Girls. It is Mean Girls. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, Mariah Carey's not an option, Jared. I was, well, right. I was like, oh, okay, okay, go ahead. All right, number three. It's almost like he doesn't watch television. Oh. It's almost like he doesn't watch television. That would be, it would not be about Donald Trump because he's certain, he, who would he, I'm going to have to say Mean Girls. All right, I'm going to go Trump. It's Trump. Yeah, really? Baby. What was he saying? I don't know. No context here. Oh, she's like, I don't have that answer. <laughs> no idea. Hey guys, it's probably channel. really, we need a team of researchers to go through all oh this God. stuff. Okay. What's okay, that? so Number you've got two correct and I've got two correct. Yes. Number four, he put on glasses so people will think he's smart. And it just doesn't work. You know, people can see through glasses. <laughs> I know what this is. Is this Trump? I know this one for sure. He's talking about this Donald Trump, and he's talking about Rick Perry. Remember, I told you that Rick Perry, the former, I think, governor from Texas. Oh, is he the one with the scary kids? No, no, no. That's I can't remember his Rick. name. That's a that's someone else. Okay. But Rick Perry is is the energy secretary that's resigning. We talked about a couple right, days right, ago. Right, okay. And Bill Maher made that joke. He was like, Rick Perry's wearing glasses, so he's not stupid anymore. And like that's been the thing for a long time because he's still stupid just oh, with glasses on. That was a it good one. Trump. Okay. What, 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 what else we got? I like invented her. You know what I mean? Oh, that totally could be either one. I'm going to go mean girls on this. I totally invented her. You know I totally what I mean? could see Donald Trump saying that. Um, well, yeah. I think he invented everything because he's his wisdom is unparalleled or something. Um, I'm going to say Donald Trump. Yeah. I'm going to say mean girls. It's mean girls. Yeah, is it really? Baby. Oh, my God. I could totally see him saying that. All right, okay. Emmy, what's next? Yeah, this is the most fun game ever. I love this. It's actually really difficult. My IQ is one of the highest, and you all know it. Please don't feel stupid or insecure. It's not your fault. Oh, my God. Okay. If Donald Trump said that... I could totally see him saying that. I mean... But I'm trying to think who in Mean Girls would have said that. I think it's Trump. Can I get hear the quote one more time? My IQ is one of the highest, and you all know it. Please don't feel stupid or insecure. It's not your fault. Is it uh, one of the mathletes? That second part doesn't feel like Donald Trump. The first part does. It could... Oh, from the... Um, I'm going to say Trump. I'm going to go Mean Girls. It's Trump. Damn it! It, it is. is. All right. I think we're tied three to three. Okay. Last... We got another one? Yeah, we have three more. Okay. Okay, wait. Quickly. I'm going to add some stakes. If I lose, I will drink the milkshake. ooh And if I lose, I You'll will make you drink the milkshake. No! No! <laughs> We have a Doritos skim milk milkshake on the line. Okay. Okay. Is there like ice cream in there? No, it's just well, Doritos and milkshake. milk. It's, that's just Doritos and milk. You can blend anything in a blender. Okay. The beauty of me is that I'm very rich. <laughs> oh my well, that's God. That's definitely Donald Trump. That's definitely Donald Trump. Yeah. It is Donald Trump. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> down. Next one. My fingers are long and beautiful, as it has been well documented. And are and. No, it says, and it has been well documented, are various other parts of my body. 
that sentence syntax is I, weird. Yeah, she's like, that's uh, actually what it was. That's what well, it was. I mean, just because it's hand-related, I would say. I think that's Donald Trump. It is Donald Trump. Oh, okay. Nice. Down. All right, two more. No milkshake Number in nine. my future. Two more. Okay, two more. We have two more. We're tied five to five, Jarrett. I don't think that's accurate. No? I don't think so. I'm going to have to go back and listen to this again. Okay, well, right now, in, we'll on, in this moment, we are five and five. Sure. Get in, loser. Get in, Loser. I think that's Mean Girls. Get in, loser. I'm gonna go Trump. I think it's Mean Girls, like getting in a car or something like that, right? It's Mean Girls. Yeah. Damn it! Yeah. All right, all okay. right, all right. Get in, loser. Right. Tiebreaker. Well, not tiebreaker, but this is it. This is me Game getting point. ready to win. Her ass is too fat. Her oh. ass is too fat. That could be either one. I'm gonna go Trump. Um. Ooh, her ass is too fat. Uh. Okay, Mean Girls. It was Trump. Was no! it Oh my God! So it's tied. What a jack! I don't think it's a tie. You know, we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna listen back to this and keep a real score, <sighs> all right, and then all right. we will let you know who won. And someone's drinking a Doritos Dos Locos milk. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got more of these coming up. Don't go anywhere. Drop the subject returns in a moment. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right, we're almost out of here, but we've got a few more things to talk about. You want to do uh, gayest news headlines first? Yes, yes. Uh, let's do some gay news headlines. Like I said before, you know, we put these finalists up every single week, and then at DTS Show on Instagram, we will put them on our Instagram story every Sunday, which you will be able to vote which is the gayest news headline of the week. So, without further ado, gayest news headlines. Ha! Gay. All right, headline number one. Couple arrested for stealing giant load of timber. This is a callback, right? This was yesterday's possible option for Gay Gay Yeah, yeah. Headline number two. Aussie firefighters exercise with cats for a cause. Oh, I was so into this until the cats. (laughs) (laughs) I really was. You're even into the cause more than the cats. I mean, come on. Headline number three, black hole is hairless, revealing analysis, oh, analysis, of gravitational waves. Okay. All right. And then finally, headline number four, woman driving U-Haul leads troopers on high-speed chase. Oh, is this related to the gay gay cray cray from this week? (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Yeah, I think a lot of these crossed over this week. Yeah, uh, there was a lot of of penetration there. (laughs) There was. There was also an honorable mention, uh, if you're talking about penetration that is uh, sports-related. Jimmy Garoppolo could be in trouble after latest O-line injury. That's another honorable mention. You don't get I don't that get one. The sports references. Yeah. O line. Um, well, injured hey. his O line. <laughs> Make sure to go to our Instagram uh, Instagram story to vote for the gayest news headline. We're at DTS Show on the Twitter and the Instagram. Want to remind you before we get into happy endings that in support of National Coming Out Day, Channel Q is partnering with PFLAG, the nation's first and largest organization for LGBTQ people um, and their parents, their families, and their allies. PFLAG's been really great about being able to pull parents together and really being a great resource for them. It's great that we were talking to our parents today. I know. About- that actually made me a lot happier than I thought it would. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I was like, yeah, let's talk to our moms. Also, I was like, oh, okay, the Sean never got back to me. You know, my ex-boyfriend <laughs> that I was like, okay, we're going to talk to our exes. And then I was like, he responded and I was like, oh, great. And then I told him what we were doing and I heard nothing back. He's so like, we well, were I'm like, off somewhere being gorgeous. Cool. Well, I'm going to go be a good person somewhere. Well, <laughs> exactly. Well, uh, shout out so- to, to our friends over at PFLAG. They provide support, education, and advocacy through 
throughout the nationwide network with more than 400 chapters and 200,000 members and supporters to support the important work of PFLAG, the first and largest organization to support the LGBTQ plus community, their parents, families, and allies. Text Channel Q to 41444. That's Channel Q, all as one word, to 41444. So I think it's about time we get into my favorite segment. Oh, it's your favorite? No. Um, <laughs> it's the most difficult segment every day. It is. We call it Happy Endings. <laughs> what does that say about you, Jared, that the hardest thing for you to do is to come up with a happy ending? Um, well, I'm, it's writing a bit of comedy every day. Oh, God. And, it. like, when I was doing stand-up, like, writing jokes would just kind of happen organically, whereas, like, oh, no, every day at one fifty, I have to write a joke. <laughs> to write a killer joke. Yeah, or or at least let a joke kill me. Or half of a joke. Or, yeah, they're, uh, oftentimes it's I will say, writing half jokes, you're very good. We actually had this whole bit when I was doing setup in the Bay Area of the idea of being a group of premise givers where you like set up jokes but never finish them. Yeah. And we thought that was a fun thing and then we never did anything with it. So. <laughs> well, it's basically being brought back here every single day. Exactly. All right. Uh, I guess, uh, Ginger, Justin, do you want to go first with your happy ending? Sure. Thank you. People are scrubbing their social media for potentially offensive things, but at least now nobody knows I work on this show. Oh, that's oh, true. Wow. Take it, all the offensive content out of your feed, and what do you have? No drop the subject. No drop the subject and things that you'd be embarrassed by. Okay. Uh, Allie? My happy ending is also related to that conversation from earlier in the show. Uh, yeah, sure. Maybe I've done a few unethical things in my life, including taking pictures with dolphins and uh, elephant sanctuary things that are now considered questionable to most people. But hey, you know what? Here's the silver lining. At le- least I did not create Spirit Airlines, well, which is an airline I need to take mom- uh, You know, very, very soon. I'm actually off to the airport next and flying to Duluth, Minnesota on Spirit Airlines. So to the cruel son of a bitch who created Spirit Airlines, I smite thee. And I call this a self-inflicted wound because you booked this ticket. Uh, it was $40. It was $40 for the ticket. I Wait, could not justify it. You're flying Los Angeles to Minnesota for $40? Yes. You but, deserve whatever you get. Okay. <laughs> you the, deserve I will get. also say that my bag... Costs w- more to check. Than myself. Yeah. So I paid $41 to check a bag and I paid $40 to bring myself on the plane. How are they getting you to Minnesota for $40? You should be afraid. Okay. I'm afraid for you. I also sprung another $8 for a window seat. Oh, okay. look at you, fancy. So, I'm riding and high on Spirit Airlines. You're still Airlines. under $100, so, I mean... Yeah. I, I mean, I can't really be too mad at that. Okay. Thank you. What's My yours? My happy ending. Allie may be an unethical... I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. My mom may not have told you all about any of the embarrassing moments from my childhood, but look at the bright side. Allie's mom did tell me off the air that she knew Allie was gay long before the suit thing because she found a few naked Barbies tangled up in the backseat of your Subaru okay, Power Wheel. You know what? <laughs> How did you know it was a Subaru? Oh, naked felt, Barbie dolls. That makes a Subaru a Subaru. I felt relatively good about this yeah, one. That's a pretty good one. I, I ended the week on a high note. Okay, thank you. a mediocre Thank note. you very much. I definitely did make my Barbies naked. Allie, exactly, I I'm sure you did. That. All right, Allie, um, safe travels to... Um, 
to the conference that you're going to in Minnesota. Thank you. It's a it's a f- festival. A festival. Yeah. Excuse me. You're a conference guy. I'm a festival lady. Point taken. Point taken. Okay, but um, I, thank travels. you. I will take that safe travel seriously. Trust me, you need it. Okay. Um, and uh, we'll see you back here on Monday, hopefully, because you guys have crazy weather in Minnesota. And happy one year to Channel Q. And yeah. Happy one year anniversary to Channel Q. Make sure you guys ch- text Channel Q as one word. To 41444 to support P Flag. We will see you all on Monday. Have a great one. Happy National Coming Out Day. On the next, on the next, drop the subject. We want to take this opportunity to say happy birthday to Channel Q. You're one year old. You did it. And now here's your gift. Did you get the gift? I thought you got the gift. No, I totally thought you got the gift. I've been working on the Monday Munch Report. It's Monday. We have to talk about food. I had this whole thing ready about the best airlines to take based on their free snacks. So then what are you doing for the Monday Munch Report? I had planned on eating. Well, that's not the Monday Munch Report. That's just you eating. Oh what my else God. have you... You woke the baby. Oh, no. Channel Q. Shh. Hey, hey. Here, here. Play some Madonna. Drop the subject. 12 to 2 Pacific. 3 to 5 Eastern. On the new Channel Q.